What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are an artist with an immense perspective, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every in every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Quadir Muhammad. How are you doing? Hey, how y'all doing? Um, I'm pretty good. How you doing? How y'all doing? I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you for having me. It's uh, much of a pleasure. Of course. What are you most looking forward to from 2023? Oh, 2023. I am definitely looking forward to just elevating my career more and trying to get more established in the industry. Of course. What did you look most forward to leaving behind in 2022? Oh, um, leaving, definitely leaving behind um, just the doubts, more more doubts, more the negativity uh, that, I, you know, the, the rest of the negativity that I've been receiving throughout the universe and, you know, with people. Nice. I dig that. So if I were to ask you, who is Quadir? What would you say? Who is Quadir? Quadir is, I would say Quadir is just one of the like most laid back, chill, nerdy dudes you can like, you you probably will ever meet. Like I, I'm really not involved in drama. I really hate, uh, I detest drama really. I don't like anything to be too messy in my life. But, you know, I'm here around for the tea and everything. You know, I got to be a little nosy. But <laughs> all in all, I just can't. I, I'm not really a big drama person. Um, like I said, I'm pretty nerdy. I mean, you know, I watch anime. I play video games all the time. Uh, we have my fantasy shows on deck every every week. I got to find something. But yeah, I'm just all around chill dude. Dope. I love that. Where are you from? I am born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, lived here all my life, mainly grew up in Southwest. And um, yeah, probably about like out of the 20, going on 26 years, I have probably lived out of the state for just about two of them. Nice, okay. So how would you say your hometown influences you as a person? Detroit, 
is definitely a place with it's like any other place that has its hardships but the i think one of the, the biggest things that stands out in detroit in terms of the people in terms of like just the city itself is <clears throat> excuse me is the amount of drive that you know everybody has like nice. the drive to just succeed the drive to elevate themselves for the most part you know just everybody's got their stragglers here and there but yeah detroit is definitely a city of drive and and success totally love that what were your dreams growing up who growing up i had a um i had a little identity crisis growing up i didn't really know who i wanted to be didn't really know what I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, mostly for like the good chunk of my early part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, middle school hit, uh, or toward the end of middle school, I really found out what I really wanted uh, to be. It's I found my love in entertainment, basically. Nice. Were yeah, your dreams, I'm sorry. Were your dreams nurtured growing up, or did you have to be your own cheerleader? Um, definitely a bigger part of growing up and trying to. But when I realized my dream and trying to chase it, definitely a big part was um, the constant support I did have from my mother, and uh, yeah, no, she was just like my cheerleader basically my everything just trying to whatever I wanted to do if she's seen that I really wanted to do it she's seen the passion I have for it she would definitely you know try to help me as much as possible she like starting out she drove me to my first couple auditions um yeah no she drove me to my first couple auditions and uh, after that like every time she now she has her doubts because I'm still her son. She wants me to live a, you know, a nice, comfortable life, but she still supports me in in all endeavors, all in all. For sure. When did you discover modeling? I discovered modeling about I was it was about 2019, about 2019, 2020. Um See, yeah, now I wasn't the best looking dude back in high school, admittedly. Uh, had my still trying to figure out my look, and you know, I was I was definitely one of those kids with like the not so great lineup growing up, and you know, the fro, the hit puberty early, so my beard was coming in. I didn't know how to handle that for real. Um, but I discovered modeling about 2019, 2020. People kept. kept making slide comics when I was growing into my looks like hey you should do modeling you should do modeling I was just pushing it off like yeah all right whatever yeah whatever all right stop stop geeking me up you know (laughs) and then um one day I was just working at my cashier job in downtown Detroit shout out to the toy market go there for great food and all your groceries but yeah I was working my cashier job uh that position that week because I've worked about four positions in that place <laughs> and you yeah, know a photographer comes in he's shopping around and he gets up to the register and he's like 
oh, you really have a good look. Like, you ever thought about doing modeling or doing photo shoots? And like, cause I'm a photographer and I'm like, oh, I never thought about that. Shout out to Jay Cross uh, he for, you know, giving me my first step. And I was like, no, I never really thought about it. But he's like, would you be willing to? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, why not? Why not, you know? Just, <laughs> uh, I, I'll give it a dabble. So we set up a date and he, um, you know, I go to the studio, he takes some, uh, we go to Midtown, take some pictures on some graffiti and take a couple shots. And that was my introduction. And yeah, from then on, it was, it was sailing. Nice. Talk to me about the moment that you knew that you were talented. Oh, the moment I knew. So, I I first knew I had some talent. I didn't know it at the time when I was really when I was really long, a little a little a little shorty, just a little short man. Mm-hmm. I was um. I was I was <laughs> wanted to like dance like I was watching like you got served and you know how like those little you know when you were kid and you trying to like break dance and all that stuff and I didn't realize how integral that really was to me I just and me and my family just thought you know I was a little goofy guy trying to dance but couldn't dance and mm-hmm. then around it was 2008. I watched I was in Chicago where most of my mom's side of the family lives and we're watching Step Up three and something just like as I'm watching that movie from the start first dance scene something just it, it awakened in me and and I watched that movie like three times that weekend and I loved every bit of it from then I got back to Detroit uh, <clears throat> and so I was like okay I, I'm still having this little passion this love for this movie so I'm watching now I was like alright what the other two movies look like I think I watched Step Up one like some years prior but didn't really it was like eh you know look here brand I just want to play video games watch step up one watch step up two step up two comes on and middle of the movie if you know the movie you know you know who Moose is I'm pretty sure everybody knows Moose is he's dancing on the steps and that moment right there I'll never forget it I'm sitting there and I stand up and I press pause on the movie after the scene is over back up and I start copying moose dancing and it was the most one of the most fulfilling things to my soul to as i'm just copying him and then when i got it down it it was like almost a feeling like no other and from there i nurtured my dance skills did some shows in high school some talent shows and that's when i realized the the applause the the cheering all of that made me really realize that this being on stage being in front of people entertaining is is what I want to do and from then on I started I was like I wanted to become an actor uh, from watching the movie watching uh, was it Creed it was either Creed or Black Panther and I'm watching it and I see the hype that everybody's talking about. Oh, and it was Black Panther and I'm like, I want the, I want that to be me. The way I'm looking at these people on this movie theater, I want uh, another black kid to look at me and have that, 
that inspiration, that that the feeling of this, you know, this man, this person, this, they look like me, and I want that. And so I started acting, and from those endeavors to from there, from dancing to acting to modeling, it was all it. Everything just started clicking together, and just hearing the praise that of how good I am. That's when, even like when I first started out, how good I was just doing it is when it hit me like this, this is what I'm meant to do. This is where my true passion lies. And this is my true talent. Absolutely. When it comes to acting, what's the role that you're waiting to play in your career? Ooh. Hmm. That's a tough one. I'm waiting on a good one to come up. Uh, I haven't really thought too much about like the exact role. I just know that the role that I really, the type of role I really want to play is just something of a underdog type inspirational story. Okay, nice. So is there anybody's story out there that you would like to personally bring to the screen? I'm sorry? Is there anybody out there whose story you would like to personally bring to the screen yourself? Is there anybody out there that you would like to personally play? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was talking, are you talking like historical figure? Um, It's completely up to you. Who's iconic to you? Uh, I got some. Oh, I definitely got some icons in my uh, on my list. I got there's Denzel Washington, uh, Will Smith, uh, Michael B. Jordan for sure. Michael B. Jordan is like a little closer to home because um, I also so I also cosplay, and nice. one of my first cosplays was Killmonger from Black Panther, who was played by Michael B. Jordan, and I got so many compliments because people kept saying I looked so much like him. So they hit a little closer and they were like, I keep making the joke like, yeah, look, Marvel wants to do a Killmonger prequel, hit me up. Like they should hit me up because, you know, I, I got the, you know. So, so, yeah, those are like probably some of my top threes. Uh, most, a lot of my favorite act, actors, actresses are women. So I don't really know if I could like play them. <laughs> Nice. Okay. So, if you had the opportunity to put your life story on film, what would the name of your biopic be, and who do you think would play you, or, or, or rather, who would you want to play you? All right. So the name of my film that takes the time probably be from. Uh, Uh, it's probably Journeys of Discovery or something like that. You know, something a little discovering. It just this basically a story about who I am or who I grew into, coming from where I came from and the circumstances in my life that's had that has me become me. So something a little like almost like a rags to riches tale, but like in the sense of as a person. Uh, coming coming out of age story. There it is. Nice. I and who would, I, who would I want to play me? Um, hmm. Another good question. 
I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't be opposed to Will Smith. My man's can you know, he, he got, I feel like he got the seriousness plus the, you know, the comedy down plus the seriousness when he needs to be just like me. If I had to choose. Nice. I love that. Okay, so since you have experience in both acting and modeling, and those are two similar yet very different industries, what are your thoughts on inclusion and diversity when it comes to acting versus modeling? And is one um, is one better or worse than the other when it comes to being a person of color? Ooh. Uh, let's see. So let's start with the, the, the one better than the other. Or I don't know if it's e- I'm, I'm never going to say it's easier, but I will say that in terms of the modeling world, you definitely have more people that are more strict in their in in the old ways of things more so depending on where you go the higher fashion tiers you definitely have those higher strict to the what what has been and becoming it's it's definitely a struggle a harder struggle for black people to get into that because not only do you have to be you have to have a, you know, a, a scale of eight to ten look, but you have to, you know, have a particular look outside of the mold of being black that really catches an eye and has and makes them change their mind, change their perspective. In terms of uh, in terms of acting, the acting industry has probably evolved and progressed further further faster than uh, the modeling industry has, just more, more inclusion, more people realizing um, <laughs> I'm sorry uh, people people realizing that representation truly truly matters, so having that voice uh, the voices of the people who, and movies and TVs, TV shows are a lot more recognized and seen by more a broader general sense of people Mm. so you have there's a bigger definitely a bigger voice in that career field for uh critiques and change and forcing to change because if nobody if a whole entire culture of people just stop seeing movies that's a loss of loss of money and that's going to force people to change or at least those people that have that value and that money so I totally feel you on that if there was any change that you can make within the industry right now at the snap of your fingers what would it be are we talking movie industry or model industry what instinctually comes to your mind first? But you can tell me both if you have one for both. All right, I got you. So modeling industry, that's the one that comes to mind the most, uh, the quickest one. 
and that's just that just being um having an equal amount of respect for models uh that you that they have for almost everyone else in the industry where models get almost not or i'm not gonna say the least amount of respect but near especially on the lower levels um So you were saying about the change that you would make in the industry at the snap of a finger and you were saying how modeling came to your mind first and we kind of had a technical difficulty there for a minute what were you saying about that right so i was i was basically i was just saying um models um they don't have the same uh it's on the lower level uh, that i uh around where i am that's really I can speak on until I get to those higher levels are not respected in many senses as many of the you know I guess designers or brands or people that is just putting the shows together I guess like we're not we're barely paid we're barely uh, respected in the sense that you know if we don't if we're not the ones modeling your clothes then your clothes won't be out there. These fashion shows, there wouldn't be a fashion show if it wasn't for the models. We have to put the clothes on. We have to sell your clothes. And whatever, and we have to do that in whatever you put us in. Like, even if we don't like what get we get put in, which we're not gonna like nine times out of 10. I mean, I'm sorry, that's, that's not right. Like sometimes, <laughs> let me not say nine times out of 10, which we're not gonna like sometimes. You're not gonna like everything. But regardless of if we like it or not, then we still have to sell it. We have to go out and basically with our bodies just be salesmen or saleswomen. I totally dig that. And how do you think that compares or contrasts to the film industry? Um, The film industry, I would say... Um, in in terms of as a black person, um, the film industry has gotten uh, better with the representation of black people in recent years that were not only seen as um, you know a stereotype because you 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 know back in the day like even just like five ten years ago we were like the only time you really see black people on TV we were slaves we were prisoners we were gangsters we you know and uh lately it's it's changed a little bit because before then all you had to do was uh before now the best representation we could get was like bt you know some indie movies uh not many many mainstream stuff so I would say uh, the biggest thing is just con- continuing to progress 
forward and breaking out of these molds that we as a people keep getting put in. Gotcha. Totally get that. So when it comes to your own personal experience and self-reflection as an artist, what would you say at this point in your career is your biggest strength and your biggest weakness? Um, my biggest strength is definitely my um, the confidence that I've learned and the self-love that I've had to build that confidence on. Because uh, I definitely used to be shy, insecure, had those same things. But having to learn who I am, learning to love myself, and being able to exude the confidence that I have in myself is def- has definitely been a major strength. Um, just so I, I know what I want. And can't nobody tell me anything different. So my, big, my biggest weakness, um, I would probably say I'm still, I'm still definitely inexperienced in uh, some areas and some things I just don't know. I would see, I, growing up, I wasn't the biggest talker, so mm. like asking questions and or asking the right questions, saying the right things is definitely something I need to work on uh, more. I totally see that. That makes sense. Okay. So what would you say your proudest moment has been as a creative? Um, so one of my, my biggest uh, accomplishments so far has been getting onto Hulu um, on the commercial, on a jewelry commercial on Hulu. Um, okay. But uh, I think my proudest moment was uh, recently I went back to look through my um, what I've done so far, just going through my own photos and all that. And I learned that six months into modeling, I got a I did a shoot with Nike, which is a really tough thing to do. And yes, I didn't realize I didn't realize how quick I got in, I got in to do something like that. And it made me really proud. Like I'm I progressed so far so fast and just about three years going on three years of modeling and and acting congratulations that's incredible i've heard stories about how hard it is to get a nike contract or to get a job with nike that is extremely impressive and a very big deal thank you thank you absolutely what's been the hardest job of your career so far hardest job Mm-hmm. Um, hardest job has been probably just a few fashion shows. Um, there's been some ups. There's definitely been ups in shows. There's definitely been downs. Some of those downs were a little worse than others not like terrible but definitely bad enough to where it made me open my eyes to see like some stuff it just can't fly anymore um so that that would probably be it i haven't really had i figure when you when you truly love what you're doing you'll definitely see more ups versus downs okay I see that. What keeps you up at night? 
What gets me up? What keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Um, I'm a, so I'm a nocturnal person. <laughs> I'm definitely okay. not a morning person. That's like I. Ironically, yeah. though, any job that I get, I try to get the morning shifts just so I know I'll stay up later at night. <laughs> nice. But, um, yeah, no. So I'm definitely a nocturnal person. Keeping me up at night, though. Um, I try to take those times to after I get done with my little gaming session, I'm laying there about to, you know trying to fall asleep. I definitely think about what I have coming up both in my career and what I have uh, happening in life and different solutions that can lead to getting those worries out the way and just moving forward completely. So I'm basically just thinking about solutions to get to my future that I want. Mm, okay. So how are you protecting your peace nowadays? Protecting my peace, I just, I've, I've learned to, as a recent, I've learned to really focus on myself. And I used to be the guy in the friend group that everybody comes to everybody talks to their you know talks about their problems with if they had something and I was definitely the listener I wanted people to come and talk to me and like if they needed an ear I was that ear but as I started my career I learned that I can't keep being that because it's definitely time consuming and like after so long it can become mentally exhausting like if there's a strife between two friends in the group um and then that and I and they're coming to me it takes a toll on me especially with everything I have going on so my piece uh, to maintain that I've just had to basically tell them like I can't I can't yeah I can't be that anymore I, you guys have to figure that out we're not in high school anymore very true totally feel you on that what are you working on now that we should be looking forward to? Um, definitely going to about to start going to more auditions. Um, be on, uh, you can be on the lookout for other new endeavors out of state. And um, yeah, I'm gonna try to be more active in the filming part of the industry this year is what I'm going to try to get when I'm going to try to go to more and do more auditions try to be in movies and shows and more commercials absolutely if you weren't a part of the entertainment industry what do you think you would have ended up doing hmm um I found a few career fields uh that I accidentally kind of rolled into like I um I wear a couple hats I did plumbing I did um or I still do plumbing actually I work on cars I work uh I cook I bartend so any of those four but probably more than likely I'd probably be a plumber (laughs) that's probably been my most enjoyable career outside of the industry nice why specifically plumbing 
So after high school, I got a, um, I was going through some stuff at home with family or, or, and environment mainly. And mm-hmm. I had, we had a family friend that ended up taking us in after we got kicked out of, or taking me in after I got kicked out of my house. And I'm sorry, we got kicked out of our house. I didn't like, it wasn't like a, you got to get out type thing. It was, no, we got it. We got evicted uh, like two times out of two houses. And I'm sorry, three times out of three houses in about two years. And so a family friend took me in and he did small plumbing work with a plumber uh a plus gary and son you guys should check out their work amazing i still work with them so if you want to see me uh hit them up and you can ask for me too and he'll bring me along on the job shout out that's sick man but yeah no so he uh the family friend he worked with uh him and i needed some cash it was out of high school and i was bouncing around so jobs was a little hard to get and he took, I uh, went on a couple jobs with him. I found my little knack for it. That's when I really learned I really enjoyed working with my hands. And yeah, no, from, from then on, I just enjoyed plumbing, weirdly enough. It was, everything just made sense. It clicked. Everything that I'm really good at with outside of the industry, working with my hands is what I can do in plumbing. That's I just, really. I just picture it as like, I don't know. In my head, it's pictured as like a puzzle. Like every job is like a puzzle. How to how to get from here to there, and the steps in between to put the pieces together. For sure, that's really cool. Thank you. Wow. Let's talk about turning pain into positivity. <laughs> I really, I truly admire that. Thank you. Thank you, you appreciate that. Absolutely. What do you think the biggest misconception is about today's model or actor? Uh, biggest misconception? That it's easy. <laughs> I know people say acting isn't easy, but people, uh, there's a quite a few people that think modeling is easy. So where it's like, you just have to, you know, show up, get your picture taken. And like, and if you're a pretty face, like, no, it's not, it's not all it is. Like you have to learn how to contort the most, like you really have to learn body control and hell both acting and modeling like you have to your facial expressions features um you definitely have to learn how to contort that and and move the many muscles that you have in your face individually which it helped uh, that i was already a dancer and i can isolate different parts of my body but definitely that was a struggle to learn to control the parts of my face for a good shot or even in the acting part to express an emotion without verbally saying it. So the biggest misconception is that it's definitely easy because it's it's a struggle. And people think it's easy if, until they have to do a photo shoot for about, you're, you're trying to do a photo shoot and it's taking you three hours to get a couple shots in. Absolutely. Okay. So, now that you've had some experience and you've gotten your feet wet in both industries, how has your perception of the entertainment industry changed? It's, um, 
haven't really had an uh, all-around perception of it, so I can't really speak too much on that. Um, it's more um, mainly what I think about is just where I need to progress to to actually start having that perception and start having that experience to be able to put that into some words. But at the present moment, I don't think I could speak on that. Okay. I dig that. That makes sense. Do you think you found yourself yet? Uh, as in, in terms of like who I am? As terms of who you are as an entertainer, once again, whatever instinctually comes to your gut first. Ah. Um, hmm. Definitely have found uh, my niche. Um, recently, I found my look, my like the look that works well for me. So uh, as much as I would like to think that I have definitely found my rhythm to go into it, there's always and definitely things that um, you need to learn, uh, whether it's about yourself or um, about something else. If the moment you realize that, or the moment you think that you don't have anything else to learn, that's the moment you become content and stagnant and you start to decline. For sure. That makes perfect sense. Is there anything that you would like to share with my audience tonight that I didn't cover in our conversation today? Um, hmm. Not, per- not particularly. Um, if I was to tell the rest of my life early parts going through high school, it'd be a little longer of a conversation. Nice. Maybe one day we'll do a do do a part two and we can dig into how those experiences led into the thread that is your platform now oh yeah for sure I'm de- I'll definitely be down for that nice I'd like that how do you want to be remembered as a person I'm sorry how do you want to be remembered as a person as a person I want to be remembered as I want to be remembered as a guy who always could put a smile on someone's face, who through their heart, through if somebody was having a tough time, I could try to put a smile on their face just by my like goofy-ish personality or just like somebody constantly seeing me smile throughout, you know, all the hardships that I currently face and have faced or will face just seeing the positive being the silver lining the optimism that you can keep smiling through 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 it all and having the hope that it will be better that's what i just want to convey as a person you can things will get better that's incredible my last question to you before I release you into the wild (laughs) is where can the people find you and all of the things that you'd like to promote okay so I got a few plugs here Um, 
so I'm starting off with the one I don't have just yet. Uh, keep an eye out for the Twitter. Um, I'm gonna start be starting that up fairly soon. Trying to get those uh, minute details in order to start that to get that started. But you can find me on Instagram at apex underscore model. That's a p e x x underscore model. You can find me on TikTok at uh, Laud Farquad. That's L A W D F A R Q A D. Laura Farquad. Um, in the bio of my Instagram, there is a link to my website that I just made. Um, you can, if you if you like to book me, you can find me on there. You can also follow if you also want to find me or try to book me. I am under a management company called Model Life Management. They'll um, run very talented models. And I'm also part of two different agencies, Hot Management and Unique Models and Talent. You can, if you need to book me through that source too, by all means, you can look them up, look on the website, I'm there. And uh, yeah, oh, I also um, do a podcast on uh, Sex Talk. it's not my podcast it's a friend of mine's but i'm uh, another co-host on there uh it hasn't we're still trying to get it back up and running but uh when it does get back up and running you can find us on every tuesday and it's called seduction radio very nice we love booked and busy chat i'm trying to be i try to be absolutely now on that note that has been our show children I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend a special, special thank you to my guest, Kwadir Muhammad, for blessing the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. It was very, it was very nice. Like it was amazing to be able to have this opportunity. So thank you for having me. Of course, I appreciate you so much. Come back anytime. Once the podcast starts up, once you end up in Vogue, Fashion Week, join a reality show, write a book, or if you just want to come back and shoot the shit, let me know. <laughs> You'll definitely be on my the top of the list uh, for interviews when I make it when I make it there. I'm honored. That means so much. Now, with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message, be useful but not used, and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. going on everybody brian k james here and i'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by outlander media network 
Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.